Hi, everyone. So, uh, good luck following this episode. I hope it makes sense. I I usually feel like I'm all over the place, even though I have like a list of stuff so I don't forget, but um, I'll try to get better with that. Um, I'm sitting right by my window, which is open because it's raining out if you hear anything. And also, I am drinking some delicious coffee out of a new mug that I had delivered from that uh, podcast called Oh, That's Just My Autism. She doesn't even know that, like, I'm talking about this, and I hope that she doesn't listen to this podcast because I would be embarrassed. So this isn't like, you know, can you promote this for me or anything like that. I just want to do it because I like her stuff. Um, if you go to her podcast page i'm sure she's got links but i got this coffee cup that um she designed with like the photo of like the picture that's for the podcast uh i I like the coffee cup i like having new coffee cups i like that this is the first one i've had that has the word autism on it i don't know why that makes me happy but the word is autism is on this coffee cup and yeah so if you want a new coffee cup or other stuff that she sells um go find some of that anyways this episode I've got two that I wanted to do this week the other one um is going to be about my irresponsibility with money because it is getting bad like I just I need to get this out loud and record it and then like really work on this fucking issue I have with like just being irresponsible with spending money on shit but anyways so that's gonna be like later this week or whatever or tomorrow but today uh, I'm talking about the trip that we went on this past weekend to go see my favorite comic Chelsea Handler I wanted to talk about it because this is kind of like I don't like I I don't like the word super fan but I don't really know it sounds better than like obsessed because like obsessed makes you sound creepy and I don't view myself as creepy and I'm not obsessed. So I'll just stick with like, this is a special interest comedy and Chelsea Handler. So I would like to talk about just like the sensory stuff, the things that go on in my mind when like I am at events like this, um, because I've been told in the past, um, that I've been, quote too intense when it comes to like really having a good time at like a show for example like if I go see like a band that I like um I've actually had people be like oh why are you so intense with this like oh my god they're just like a band and this coming from people that probably don't even fucking understand what it feels like to be like overly excited and happy but anyways All right, so let me start from the beginning. Um, If you've been following along, I mentioned before that, and sorry, uh, there's got to be details in here you probably won't care about, but I know that there's some of you out there that are like me, and you like the details. So, um, So these are for you. But if you've been following along, I've mentioned that when I go on trips, I have this fear about not drinking flute like not having anything to drink not eating anything while I like I'm in a car for however long it takes to get wherever I don't even remember if I explained where this issue came from fully like it came from childhood and from my fucked up mother 
I don't remember if I went into this. I probably, I went into it like in one of my journals that I put up if you wanted to go take a look at it, but I'll probably go into it again, like down the road. But anyways, I didn't have any anxiety about that. Like she fucked me up when it came to like using the bathroom. Like I have such extreme bathroom anxiety because of that bitch. But also like I had Sylvester in me for a couple of years which come to find out just messed everything up in my stomach, including like, you know, the whole bowel system, whatever. So this was the first time I didn't have to worry about anything because I am a normal person now. Like I don't have like, I don't have to run to the bathroom because I'm going to like piss or poop water, you know, like diarrhea. I don't have to do any of that. Anyways, I just wanted to share because that was really big for me to get into the car and not have to like worry about like dehydrating myself just to make sure we don't have to pull off somewhere where I have to use a public bathroom. Like I am so fucking high maintenance. I'm not proud of this, but I know I'm high maintenance. But anyways, so I was happy about that. Um, and not to mention the hotel was less than an hour away. Um, so the car ride was fine. Like I mentioned before, we've been getting along um, down the road. I'll maybe do an update episode. It's good stuff, though. So it's not anything bad. Um, and then we get to the hotel. And the last episode I did was about packing. And I did the same shit that I always do. I packed all the things. And when we got to the hotel, I laid all the things out, like on the bathroom counter and stuff, like I usually do, so that Alicia can see if she needs something. Here's where all the stuff is. You can see if your item that you want is there. So anyways, turns out she needed the nail clippers and was so happy that I, br- I brought them. She's like, oh my gosh, I needed those. And I was like, and that is why I do this. That's the fucking moment is just the pure even if it's like two seconds, just simple happiness that, you know, what she wanted was there. I don't know why the fuck. I just really enjoy, like, I like it when people are happy and it's unexpected, like, because usually when I need something just day to day, like, I don't know. I have to go looking for it and where I'm out somewhere and I wish I had brought whatever the thing is with me. So it's just nice. But anyways, so I had that moment. Thank goodness. I wasn't even expecting a moment like that. So that was a good start. Um, the, the, uh, sorry about the talking. Um, Chelsea Handler was playing at plane. You guys, I'm sorry. I promise. Like I talk better at other times sometimes um she was performing in a casino and so before I get to like the casino and like that whole thing I would just like to say because again I don't remember if I've mentioned this but so Alicia bought me these tickets a couple of months ago knowing that this is my absolute favorite comedian in the entire world she's my favorite and this was like a birthday present and I was so fucking excited because there's this one time when I was 13 years old. I can remember the date. It is December 14th, 1996. I was 13 years old and we were living in Honolulu, Hawaii because that's where my dad got stationed. And at the time, not that this has changed, but at the time, Alanis Morissette was like 
a special interest, I guess. I don't even like using that term. I wish there was, like, a better way to describe it. But I fucking loved her music. She was just, like, uh, you know, the You Oughta Know when that came out. I was just angry fucking teenager. And I was like, yeah, I fucking love this song. And I just memorized the lyrics to Jack a Little Pill. That still remains my all-time favorite album. Um, and forgive me if you've heard this before, but... So I had asked my mom, I was like, can you take me to this concert? Because I'm only 13 and I need to have like a parent come with me or a guardian or something. And where we lived, it wasn't even an hour drive because she was performing outside. So we were very close to where she was performing. And I had asked like way in advance when I found out that and this is before like the Internet. I found like. I don't know, a fucking magazine or something with like the list of tour dates. And I saw that she was going to be performing there. And I asked my mom if we could go. Uh, I told her that like, I've got money saved. I'll keep saving money and I will pay for both of the tickets, hers and mine. And like whatever gas. And I thought that that was kind of like a fair trade, you know, like take me to my first concert. You know, I fucking love Alanis Morissette. And... I will save my money and make sure that you're compensated. And the short version is this just she wouldn't do it. She had no good reason. She just said no, like, oh, you're too young. And I was 13. And I said, well, yes, that's why you need to have a parent with you. That's why they said, you know, if you're under 18 or whatever, you have to have a parent. So you're my parent. So I need you to come with me so I can go see her live because she's my favorite. And the bitch wouldn't do it. Just, I'm busy, blah, blah, blah. And the day of comes. Oh, God, like, this is just, I was so disappointed. This is why I hate the feeling of disappointment, because it is just, it feels so bad. The day of, I still in the back of my mind thought that maybe my mother was going to take me after all, and she was going to surprise me. And then the time came. Then Alanis was supposed to be performing and I wasn't there. I was fucking devastated. And you want to know what my mother was doing? She was on the fucking computer back when, like, there was that AOL startup bullshit and she was playing trivia games. That's what she was doing while Alanis Morissette was playing less than an hour away. Um, I, you know, it doesn't, maybe it doesn't sound like a big deal now, but I, it was when I was 13, this has just stuck with me for years. And I know it's stuck with me because she said no for no good reason. It's not like she had to work. It's not like she had other plans that day. There was no good reason. We had the availability of a vehicle. Come on, you know? And for that bitch to just be sitting at that computer playing her fucking trivia game. Oh, that was just so disappointing. Um, and I said all that because this Chelsea Handler show made up for that. Um, it was a big deal to me. Like, I have been holding on to this fucking bitterness for years since I was 13. I have been holding on to it. And um, Chelsea Handler's my favorite. So I feel like this makes up for that. I don't know if you cared to hear any of that. But anyways, so back to the casino. Um, 
All right, so we get to this casino. I wish that like I had more time to schedule for the hotel because I probably would have tried to get a room there, but I wasn't even sure with the stuff that was going on between Alicia and me if like we were even going to be able to go. So once we decided that we were definitely going to go, it's not like I had a lot of time to get like a good hotel. I got a good hotel, but I wanted a room at the casino, but I didn't get that, but that's fine. Um, And so when we get to the casino, it's a couple of hours before she's going to be there. And so we go to this food court and it was such a fancy food court. I've never seen a food court like this. Like there was three, it looked like a regular food court, except it was cleaner. The people were not as loud. They were like well-to-do types. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but you know, it's just, it was a classy food court. And I felt out of place. I wore shorts and a t-shirt, even though the AC was blasting because like I'm in menopause, so I'm always hot now. And like when I got to the casino, I didn't realize like how like nice it was in there. And so I felt out of place and I told Alicia like, they're not going to let me in to see her because look at me, look at how I'm dressed. I guess I'm supposed to be wearing nice clothes. And she's like, no. And... I get into the casino and there's people wearing all kinds of shit, real nice clothes down to like jeans that are about to fall off because there's just so many holes and it doesn't even look like it's a pair of jeans anymore. And that didn't make any sense to me. It's not like I go to casinos cause I don't like gambling. Quick tangent. Um, we were outside waiting for the show and getting some fresh air and, um, I was talking about gambling and I told Alicia, like, I don't, I don't get why people do this. Like, why you're risking all this money and you don't even know if you're going to get it back. And like, I get the whole adrenaline rush thing and the, I get why people do it, but I also don't. It just does not seem very smart to me. It seems like a waste of money. The only gambling I've ever done is I played on penny machines back in the day because that kept me occupied and I didn't lose a lot of money, but that's like as good as a God. I don't believe in just throwing money away, but this is coming from the person that's irresponsible with money, which is what Alicia pointed out. And she's like, you know, you've just spent like a few hundred dollars in ramen over the past few weeks. So, (laughs) and point made, I get it. But anyways, I still, but that's the way I feel about gambling in my mind in my mind, it makes sense because like with, with ramen, I'm getting something for my money. I'm getting a nice, delicious bowl of ramen with all the things in there that I like. I gave the person a tip for delivering it to me. Um, I view it as money well spent, which is why I keep spending it to get this ramen. Whereas if I were to just take that few hundred dollars and put it in a machine at a casino it could just get all like piss it all away in like what 20 minutes what would I get back for that pushing a button that was one thing that I mean seriously these people sorry for anybody that likes to gamble I'm sorry I know I'm gonna offend somebody somehow but like I'm walking past these rows and rows of like people in machines and it's just a bunch of lemmings like pushing the button over and over and over and over and over and just staring at the screen over and over just pushing the button. How's that fun? It just is not fun pushing a button 
hoping that some something magical will happen and all this money will come out. You know, like, what the fuck? That's just strange to me. That's a weird way to spend time. But moving right along, uh, we ate at the fancy food court. Um, and... Oh, this was the other thing I was going to say. We went to some, like, it was some, like, fancy burger place or whatever. And I was off to the side waiting for our food while Alicia went to go get a table. And explain this to me. So I'm waiting for the food. This lady comes up to get her order because her number was called. And somebody asked her something. And she's like, yeah, I'm here to see Chelsea Handler. She's playing in a couple of hours. I can't wait. Like, I'm so excited. She's my favorite. And I just got so annoyed. And this has happened to me before. Like, uh, why am I annoyed just because somebody's expressing the same feelings that I have about this experience? I always get irritated when somebody else is sharing. Somebody I don't even know. It's strangers. It's always strangers. Just, it's almost like I was standing there like, well, who gives a fuck lady like oh good for you i'm gonna be at that show too i don't know why i do you know why i what i'm talking about why i get so irritated I, this has happened plenty of times i just be standing somewhere like probably at the event and somebody comes up and says something about it not even to me and i just suddenly get irritated and it's not the fact that they're, like, talking or anything. It just is specifically about the fact that they're looking forward to whatever the thing is that I'm looking forward to. And saying that out loud makes me feel like a wacko. So does anybody know what this is? Or is this just me? I I don't know why I got like that. It just happens. I don't plan on it. It's just it's an immediate response. I keep it to myself, of course, and I don't let it register on my face because there's no need for that. That lady didn't do anything wrong. She's allowed to be happy. I just am trying to figure out why does that bother me so much that this person is I don't I don't get that. Can anybody tell me? Okay, so then we get into oh, by the way, I warned you about this episode. So I hope I'm going in some kind of order here. So we get into the thing. About 45 minutes is when they opened it and let people through. Now, when we went to go see Hannah Gatsby, like they took the phones, they locked them up in this thing. And then after the show, you go and you get them unlocked. So you get the phone back so that you can't record anything. I'm not sure if this is like, was it just because Hannah was doing a special because everybody else got to bring their phones in to see Chelsea Handler? And that might not sound like anything important, but I'm just trying to understand, like, why were we able to bring phones in to see her? And so I didn't know that the place could hold 2,400 people. And we get in there, we find our seats. I got the very end of of a row and Alicia was like right next to me. And with all the noise going on in there, sensory wise, whenever I'm at uh, an event like a show or something like this, and I have been looking forward to it. The noise doesn't bother me. It's weird. Um, we even had like a group of drunk bitches behind us. Sorry, but they were just fucking drunk and obnoxious. But <laughs> everybody was loud in there and talking. But like these girls were like, "Oh my god, did you see what he did? Did you see that? Oh my god!" And that's like right the fuck in our ears. I looked, I gave them a dirty fucking look. 
I'm like, what's your problem? That's what I wanted to say. I didn't. But I gave them a dirty fucking look. And then I realized they were too drunk to even understand. So, uh... That was annoying. I do not like bitches screaming in my fucking ear, drunk as fuck, because that reminds me of every other concert I've gone to. There's always that one person. It's usually, sorry, I know how this sounds. It's usually a really tall blonde. I don't hate blondes. I'm not trying to sound like that. It's just my experience. It happens to be at least one blonde that just has way too much to drink and is obnoxiously drunk like either during the whole experience like during the whole show or doesn't even make it to the first part of it because they've already passed out I can't even tell you how many times I've seen this they happen to just all be women who are blonde that's why I say that and the girls behind us we're blonde. Now, I'm not saying that anything, like, there's something wrong with being blonde, and, like, that's an association to, like, w- like obnoxious behavior. I'm not saying any of that. I just, this is just facts I'm stating. Um, that was the only thing that was annoying. But uh, the hundreds of people talking did not bother me. The sound system didn't bother me. The loud music did not bother me. The bright lights did not bother me. And this is all, like, before she even comes on. Now, if, like, I was with somebody at some show that they knew who the person was, but I didn't. Like, I'm just going along. And I I would not feel the same way. I would have hated the noise. I would have hated the lights. I would have hated just everything about it. So I know that, like, looking forward to something really helps me out sensory wise. I don't know if it's because like I'm preparing for it or whatever, but I know that there's just some things that don't bother me. I don't mind loud music. The louder, the better. But then like, I don't like the sound of like somebody chewing, you know, it's just weird shit like that. But so I was just looking around and I was trying to be present and I was thinking this stuff to myself, like, wow, Like, look at me sitting here, not too bothered by all the sensory stuff. Um, But I knew I would be bothered uh, after the after the show. Um, What else? Okay, so Chelsea Handler is apparently so big that like she has an opener. Is that normal for a comedian? Because Hannah Gatsby didn't have she's the only other comedian I've seen. She didn't have an opener. So I don't know if it has to do with like the level of fame or like preference or what. So I thought Chelsea Handler was going to come right on, but no, some opening person that I don't know who was came on and she was like kind of funny and I was getting impatient. Like I don't really, this isn't like too, too funny for me. So can you just move it along and like bring her out? And then, so she finally comes out and I feel Sorry for the dry mouth. I feel so overwhelmed with excitement, gratefulness. Um, I think I've mentioned before I've gone to parades and or festivals. And for whatever reason, when it starts, I just become overwhelmed with like, I don't know. I just tears come to my eyes. I don't know if it's just like. I, I don't know what that is. 
uh, just feels overwhelming. Like, wow, like this is, uh, I can't believe I'm here. This is awesome. I don't know what it is, but I had that same feeling when she came on and I was just thinking like, I can't believe I fucking get to see her live. I've never really like, I'm not that kind of person like, give me your autograph or I have to like, I don't usually care about stuff like that unless it's somebody that I've been following for years. I have been following her for years and I, I think she's autistic. I, I'm that person. I'm that annoying ass person that thinks that everybody's autistic, but you know what? I think there's some, there's something to this because the people that I like, and I'm just referring to like bands or celebrities, like I'm just going to go with that uh, because that's more relatable, I think, to people. But I was thinking about this and I wonder if the majority of the people I like and obsessively follow, I don't obsessively follow, but you know... I think that they have, I think they're autistic and that's why I like them. Now, I think she's autistic because she had mentioned that she didn't know how to do basic things. When she started making all this money, she hired people to do things for her. Um, like, go get her groceries, go do this, go like basic stuff that she did not know how to do and or did not want to do. And I remember thinking that, well, duh, I mean, like, who wouldn't do that when they're a celebrity? But now that I know about autism, uh, I wonder if it's because she's got anxiety about, like, you know, going out and doing all these things. And, you know, but she's a celebrity, so they don't have to go out and do that stuff. But it was the way she worded it. I don't know if it was, like, in one of the books of hers that I've read or I saw her, like, Uh, say something like this like in an interview but she had people do basically everything for her um she doesn't like people um she's always felt this is stuff I've heard her say she's always felt like she's just kind of been the odd one out like she didn't belong she never felt like she fit in with her family um very autistic things um, she's definitely autistic. And so I used to think that she had BPD because that's what I was diagnosed with. And so I recognized a lot of things and, you know, her and, and I just assumed, oh, you've got borderline personality disorder. By the way, is that real? I don't know. I still don't know. Because it just sounds like autism to me. Alanis Morissette, I used to think that she had BPD turns out I was wrong. She's autistic. And I know this sounds very, I'm not trying to sound gross, but I know that there's people out there that are listening that do this. Like you found out you were autistic and now you see us everywhere. And that's exactly what's happening with me. Um, Tegan and Sarah, I definitely think Sarah's autistic. Tegan kind of has to be, doesn't she? Because it's like biological and they're twins. But I think Tegan can be like a really good masker. And this is the shit that goes on in my fucking head. And I know I got off on a tangent. But I was watching, like, she was on stage for, I don't know, an hour and a half. And it's just like one autistic joke after another (laughs) is what it sounded like. Um, And I wanted to tell her, oh, because she goes and she sees, I think her therapist is still Dan Siegel. I think that's who she's still seeing. And he's pretty well known. Um, 
And I always wondered, like, why haven't you diagnosed her with borderline personality, Dan? And turns out, because she doesn't have BPD, she's autistic. I wonder if he knows that. Or does she? I don't know. Like, I really want these people to know. I think that it would add to their lives. But who am I? Who am I to do that? I'm nobody. Because that's crazy. I tried that before. I think I talked about that. I told somebody that. They need to go get checked out because I'm pretty sure they had a diagnosed borderline personality disorder and they didn't take to that very well. So I just kind of stopped saying stuff like that out loud to people and just hoped that they discovered this stuff on their own. But um, I, yeah, I'm wondering if that's just why I really like the people that I really like. Or do I just sound, does, I, does that just sound weird? I don't know. But um. You know, the super fan part does make me sound like a creeper because <laughs> I was, we were in the, in the elevator and I was like, is she in this casino? Is her room in here? Like, is she staying in this casino? Like, she, she would be, right? She's probably in like a penthouse suite or something because she's performing here. And I was saying things like, she's probably right above us. Like, she's probably here. She's up there, like doing whatever and it that does that, that sounds yeah that sounds weird um i i don't know how to explain it other than to say that to know that i'm in the same building as somebody i've admired and looked up to and has added a lot of like good stuff to my life like to know that i'm even in the same building with somebody like her uh, makes me feel really good inside. I always wonder if I sound weird, like, for saying shit like this, but, um, so I'm not trying to sound, like, obsessed, but it's just the idea of, you know, this person that I have followed for years is in the same building. I'm getting ready to see her live. I cannot wait because I know it's going to be a good show. Um, and it totally was. It exceeded my expectations, if anybody is familiar with Chelsea Handler, back in the day, like when she did Chelsea Lately, I was immediately drawn to her comedy because she sounded like a big fucking bitch and I was a big fucking bitch. And actually, I think the name of her her recent tour is Little Big Bitch. So that kind of makes sense. But that's why I liked her. She was just a fucking bitch. She was almost like the female Simon Cowell. And Simon has softened over the years. He's, oh, he's autistic too, guys. Simon Cowell's autistic. I have supporting evidence. If you want to know, I can tell you. Um, I bet you, uh, nobody's listening to me anymore. I'm probably just talking to myself. But anyways, yeah. So I don't remember what I was just saying. What the fuck? I see autistic people, you know, I guess that's, that's it. Oh, that's what I was saying. I was drawn to her comedy because of how much of a bitch she was. And turns out like when she got into therapy, her comedy is so much better now than it was before she was in therapy. And Dan Siegel, like watch me be saying the wrong name. I'm pretty sure that's the guy's name. Um, he's got books out like the dude knows what he's doing and she is a completely different person. And I've also been made fun of, like, in the past 
just when I talk like this about celebrities, like people think, why are you so obsessed? Like, why are you talking about them as if you know them? That's weird. I don't think that's weird. You know, like if I was trying to find out where where somebody lived and, or what's their phone number and I was trying to do shit like that, that's not normal. Don't do that. You know, I don't do stuff like that. I just talk about them because I guess those are the most obvious examples of like just people living their lives. You know, you're in the media. Everybody sees you. Everybody sees all the shit that you're going through. And um, I don't have like friends really so I don't see people on a daily basis like I used to. So I, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Um, all this to say, I am so happy and grateful that I got to see her and I will never forget it. Um, and also I wonder why, it, why does this like, sometimes when I feel really, really happy, it's like, is waiting for the shoe to drop, like, I shouldn't be feeling this happy, like, there's something going on, I need to dial it back a little bit, so I don't get disappointed, so I have some work to do, feelings-wise, too, with this stuff, um, yeah, I got, I gotta, I gotta stop recording, I'm sorry, whoever's listening, um, thank you, I hope you come back, um, I'm so sorry. I gotta fucking go. Okay, bye.